John Rom has just had an oopsie. It's everything, ain't it? Okay. Yep. The choice that comes Told down. you he didn't lay up down far enough on 15. Where's Tiger? Tiger is about 8 feet on 13 for birdie. And John Rom just chipped in for par, for par on 15. <laughs> that was big. You know, I told you he didn't lay up far enough down. Well, he airmailed it. Right. And then he, he he botched his chip short and just chipped in for five. Just a routine five, yeah. five at uh, 15 for John Rahm, staying tied for the lead. Well, my first question here happens to be about that little goat ranch down there okay. in Augusta, Georgia. <laughs> According to Maddie. <laughs> so what is the biggest... Yeah, why would you give me credit for that now since that was two shows ago? You know, we, we can't say that about Augusta. That's the song that never ends for me, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> What's the biggest surprise at this point in the Masters All heading right. into Saturday? Here, here's my... I got a couple of them, but here's, here's the first one. The brand, in parentheses, Bryson DeChambeau, uh, said that... Hit par for him on this golf course is 67. Well, guess what? He's about 10 over par, uh, his par right now, because he's, I, I don't know where he stands. Is he even, Mark? Is is that where he is? He is now one, one under, under. So 14. So he's on the he, cut line. He birdied 14, Okay, well, um, and, and the other thing, which is just amazing to me, is Bernhard Longer. I mean, here's a guy that's 70 yards behind everybody, you know, and, and he's under par. He's making the cut just that's so impressive to me. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's an awesome thing for him too. Well, you know, and part of that is it's it, a lot of this stuff is always condition based. And when you talk about these, these, uh, these grand champions being able to play in these events, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, the course was soft, um, but I think the biggest thing for them is that the the greens are soft. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're Bernard Langer and you're hitting four irons, where everybody else is hitting nine irons and you can actually stop it on the green, and it doesn't go flying right. off, then I think these guys that, that are balling have a chance. And that's why we have a record number of birdies so far into this tournament. Yeah, and I'm kind of shocked. I mean, Freddie Couples hasn't played a whole lot, but I'm kind of shocked that Freddie didn't play a little bit better. But you could tell that he was just not he, – he had no rhythm whatsoever in day one. Yeah. Um, so Freddie Couples, uh, six over par, going to miss his second cut. Ever. All time, ever at Augusta yeah. National, but yeah, Larry, and Larry Mize had a shot. Too Larry recently. Mize had a shot. I mean, but for for Bernard Langer to be you know sixty three years old and easily make the cut is a great story. But the other thing for me is for me the biggest story was I really thought that somebody that was that was finishing their first round yesterday and then rolling right back out to play the and, yeah. and getting their second round in yesterday, yeah. I am shocked that nine under is the best that they right. got. I was really thinking that somebody was going to be double digits and more like 12 under par. Yeah, because if you go right back out like you're talking about, the greens are still really good. Yeah, I mean, really I, good. I really thought Dustin Johnson was walking with this thing. And then all of a sudden he missed the putt yeah. and then made and then made a bogey and made another bogey and then made a whole bunch of pars. Yeah. But he, he really looked like he was going 12 under and getting away from everybody, yeah. and it didn't happen. That was the big surprise for me. College game day at Augusta after Clemson lost last week in South Bend. Bunch of canceled games today. Iowa did win last night. How does your final four shake out in the college football playoff? Well, first of all, I think it's pretty cool of Augusta to have college game day down there. I think that's just a really cool thing. Um, mine hasn't changed a whole lot. Um, Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, and I'm going Florida, maybe, or Cincinnati. No love for Texas A&M. No, sir. Uh, not, no. I, I just don't <laughs> – I hate to say it, but um, – their coach, I, I don't know about. I, I don't know about snake him. oil, Jimbo, Jimbo Fisher. I don't know. Um, so that's that's what I've got. What about you, Mark? 
I'm still looking at Cincinnati and BYU. Um, it's just, you know. Neither of whom you're gonna can play ha- with the physicality of the other three teams. I just they don't. Can't. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, if Florida somehow beats Alabama, uh, you know, does Alabama get kicked out? I can't see it. If, I don't either. If Clemson comes back and beats Notre Dame, let's say in a close game in the ACC championship game, provided they both make it there, I don't know. I can't really see putting Cincinnati or BYU over one of those teams. They're still behind Texas A&M. Right. Texas A&M probably isn't going to lose again. And then they're not playing in a championship game. And right. then, you know, you got the weirdness in the Big Ten where they're not postponing games. They're canceling games. Mm-hmm. And they're going to do something weird like everybody gets a trophy at the end. Like yeah. everybody's, <laughs> yeah. everybody's playing right. some kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, participation, and, it, and now the SEC is talking about doing that too, because the SEC is talking about that there's going to be a championship game, but there's going to be other games during the day leading up to that. So, this well, whole what does that mean? I, who knows? I mean, Texas A&M may be playing somebody good right before the Florida Alabama game. Yeah. So, I, you know, I don't, by the way, one thing I do want to point out is LSU. LSU? I, I think I LSU, have to point out LSU. Right. You know, LSU can sit there and tell it, well, look at all the guys we sent to the NFL. Um, look at all the guys that Clemson has sent to the that yeah, Clemson right. put out a tweet the other day that had a picture of every single person in the NFL in their NFL uniform, like in a, in a collage mm-hmm. picture. It's amazing. So LSU, I'm sorry, that's not an excuse what? for you to be whatever. What are they, two and four? Five or five. They're two and five or whatever. They they realistically, a, you know, because they missed the Florida game, loss. They're they're missing the Alabama. They should be like two. They are and, two and three. They're uh, two and three. They should be two and five after this week if uh, they had played all their games. Alabama put fifteen guys in the pros last year. They reloaded. I mean, Clemson reloads. What's what's wrong, Ed? Joe what's Brady wrong, left. Ed? Joe Brady's here in Charlotte. <laughs> I mean, that's not an excuse. It's not. What's the oddest thing about Augusta with no fans so far? I just I, I miss the roars. Obviously, that's that's something. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you what would have happened had there been fans. Bryson DeChambeau would have not lost that golf ball on number three yesterday if there were fans down there. It would have not happened, and so that was a bad break for him. Um, I, I just I, I'll tell you honestly, when I was watching on Thursday, I. I I texted a friend of mine. I said, "This is so boring because there wasn't any fans." You know, you, you just. But then I, I really started getting getting into it yesterday. <laughs> Funny that works. So, so um, now I don't miss the fans. I'm watching quality <laughs> golf shots. So all right. So the oddest thing for me is with no fans. Like I'm watching John turn around, Maddie. I'm watching John Rom hit into 16 right now. The oddest thing for me yesterday because there are some fans. You know, I mean, Peyton Manning got to be out there and. And uh, the game day crew got to be out there yesterday. So uh, if you're a member of Augusta, you're able to go out there. And there's some media people and whatnot. The oddest thing for me was that vision of guys on 16T hitting the 16, and you're seeing people walking up six behind. Some of the things that you never see. Other golfers in places that you never usually see them. Yeah, that's true. And and guys like having to wait Mm -hmm. because... Other people are teeing off, or other guys are walking. Yeah, did you see Tiger look away three times yesterday? Yeah. Before that would have never happened on with six. fans. That would have never on happened six, with fans waiting for somebody right. to hit off a seventeen so, yeah. or something. Just the weirdness of 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 seeing players that you're not used to seeing because the fans are usually in the in between the holes. Right. That's what's weird to me. Yeah.
Let's go streaking. What's the best Whoa. current streak on the PGA Tour? Oh, I streaked down. I thought in, he was going a I, I streaked way. in a bowling alley one time when I was like eighteen. <laughs> I could totally see that. <laughs> in, a, in a town to re remain nameless. In Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Atlanta, Georgia, of all places. Um, the streak that I that I looked up, and uh, I don't have a, a crack research team like Mark does, but Rory has made twenty two cuts. Xander is second with seventeen cuts. What do you got? Twenty three. 23 what? Consecutive cuts. No, I just told you Rory has 22 consecutive In cuts. major championships. Who? Brooks Kepka. No kidding. Oh, that worked out nicely. Yeah. Wow. 23, well, it's going to be 24 consecutive cuts yep. in major championships. That's so impressive, Next isn't it? closest will be Webb Simpson, 15, now 16. That's, that's 24 consecutive cuts in major championships by Brooks Kepka. Wow. Now, there is a caveat there because he's, he's missed a few, mm -hmm. but... For, from injury, but when he has entered, yes, now twenty four in a row. Talk about major championship mojo! Wow. All right, guys, last one. Where will the final score end up Sunday, and who's the winner? For review from last week, Matt, you had JT, Rory, and then Stenson, and then Greeny. You switched it up. You've got Kepka, Cantlay, and Spieth. So give me a final score and a winner. Um, fifteen under, Dustin Johnson. So not one of your guys. No. Wow. Going right off the oh, reservation. Do you think Rory's going to win? Hey, Rory has done stranger things. What if Rory goes out and shoots uh, 64 today and gets to 11 under par? I, I have a feeling. What, that, that did you one say the, the final was going to be 15? Yeah. 15. Hmm. Well, I'm sticking with my horses. Okay. Uh, Brooks and, and Cantlay. I mean, because I'm 13 under with those two guys. Right. Um, my dark horse, Jordan Spieth, is... Yeah. Digging, he is digging, trying to make it, but you know, he's one over for the tournament, and he's got the the par fives coming up. Okay, he's trying. He's, he's got a shot. But I think I'm with you. I, you know, we before we talked it in this kind of era, if you will, it, that you know there was the, we kind of came up with that it was going to be somewhere between nine under and eighteen under, right. which puts you <laughs> that's a kind of like a pretty big spread. Yeah. <laughs> We had twelve, I think, is what we kind of. Yeah, that's what we kind of ended up with. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. I think somewhere between twelve and fifteen, because yeah. if that wind comes up, yeah, that's gonna, it, 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 it it's all gonna have to happen today. Because if the wind comes up like Brad Panovich just said, they're not gonna shoot a whole lot under par tomorrow. No, because you start talking about wind and greens that are holding. I mean, we yeah. see the problem we see with these guys, and that's what I was afraid of, is that even though the golf course is soft, mm -hmm. the greens are soft enough where. Guys are overspinning it, and it's hard to get it close at yeah. Augusta. There's a fine line at Augusta between really firm and really soft. And if you can get your ball to hit and stop, mm -hmm. that's where you can take advantage at Augusta and where 62 comes into play. But when you're talking about it hitting, stopping, and spinning back, right. now that becomes a whole different ball of wax. I mean, we saw right out of the gate in, in round one, like on seventh hole, Tiger lands a ball eight feet from the cup, and next thing you know, he's putting from 60 feet right. all the way down in the front right corner of the green, and the yeah. pin's back left. That's right. You know, that's the stuff that's happening is that these guys are having to be so precise, not on the distance, but on the distance and the amount of spin mm -hmm. that's on the ball. Yeah. So I'm with you. I think I'm thinking somewhere between 12 and 15 because I think it's probably going to get to 12 today, potentially. And then hold on for dear do life you think on Sunday. These, do you think these greens firm up just a little bit more today, uh, not Mark? Not with the amount of moisture that we, that see, we this see this morning. This morning yeah. So okay. if that happens again, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Anyway, the questions today brought to you by Encore Golf. 
Gary Player hit one, by the way. Join the revolt. Encore Golf has brought true innovation to the golf ball world. It's spelled O-N-C-O-R-E. Go to EncoreGolf.com, order the Avant Elixir or the new Vero X1. Encore, the official ball of the Golf Shop Radio Show. When we come back, we're going to go right down to a little place called Augusta, Georgia, and talk to John Boyette of the Aiken Standard. So stick around for that. Mark Greenhouse, Matt Blanchard, Liberty Bill. You're listening to the Golf Shop Radio Network. Six months, no payments, and no interest, followed by a low monthly payment. Scott Shelton here for Charlotte Comfort Systems, the area's original Linux premier dealer. Colder temps are on the way. Holiday and family gatherings will be here soon. Plus, thank heavens we have some football to watch. Make sure you and yours enjoy total home comfort and save on your energy bills. The Linux no payment, no interest for six months program on qualifying systems, plus 10-year parts and labor coverage for free is available now, and we'll make sure your home is football festive, your Christmas is merry, and your New Year's is happy. And best of all, your low monthly payments won't start until next spring. Don't forget to have your heating system checked for carbon monoxide leaks and tuned for the winter. We'll clean, service, and test your system for only $89 regardless of the brand. Log on to charlottecomfortsystems.com or give us a call at 704-366-1661. Terms and conditions apply. See dealer for details. Once again, we're here with the head Silverado guy at the Un dealership, Fred Caldwell, Chevrolet and Clover, Martin McKinley. And it's Thanksgiving season, Martin. And I know I can speak for you on this. If there's anything we're thankful for this year in 2020, it's the continuing support of the people to Fred Caldwell, Chevrolet. Totally agree. The loyalty has really humbled us. And we're so thankful to all of our staff, our guests, and our just longtime clientele. You speak of loyalty. And that reminds me, the Tahoes and Suburbans, completely redesigned for 2021, a huge loyalty following and boy these vehicles are hot yeah it's been a lot of fun delivering cars straight off the truck right to the customers and they don't call you the head silverado guy for nothing the 2021 silverados and the ease of purchase you're the easiest guy to get in touch with i know so 704-534-1014 is how you reach me obviously we're not hiding we're we're transparent clear with pricing Heck, I'll give it to you in 20 seconds. 704-534-1014. Call or text or find new roads online. An instant message to Barton at fredcallwellchevy.com. Attention, diesel truck and diesel fleet owners. Your diesel truck is vital to your livelihood. No truck equals no money. When your diesel truck needs repair, you can go to the dealership or you can go wicked. Wicked Diesel. Remember that name for expert diesel truck repair and maintenance. You can pay high dealership prices or go Wicked. Wicked Diesel. Located in Bedford, halfway between Lynchburg and Roanoke. Or log on, wickeddieselva.com. Shop online with baldheadblues.com. The golf and beach brand inspired by North Carolina's golf cart only Baldhead Island. This fall, we're expanding our comfort dry technology to include Ocean View, Heathered Quarter Zips. You'll love the thin and flexible fit. We also have additional colors in our Dogwood Quarter Zip collection, a medium weight perfect for cooler weather, and new Heather colored Albatross polos. Use promo code GOLFSHOP25 for 25% off. Shop Baldhead Blues. Welcome back to the golf shop. Mark Greenhouse, Matt Blanche, Billy. 
This segment's brought to you by Baldhead Blues. Shop online with baldheadblues.com. The most authentic golf and beach brand inspired by North Carolina's golf cart only Baldhead Island. Use the promo code GOLFSHOP25 for 25% off your entire order. Joining us now, he's down at Augusta, the sports editor for the Aiken Standard, Mr. John Boyette. Good morning, John. Welcome back, John. How's it going? Hey, guys. How are y'all? We're doing good, man. I, I, probably not as good as you. Uh, no, I'm um, sitting here in the media center getting ready to go out and uh, see the end of this uh, second round. Yeah, we were just talking about how this cut is flip-flopping back between one under and even, one under and even. So, uh, what are you thinking is going to happen there? Uh, what do we got right now? We got right at 50, 50 guys right yeah. at one under. So right. I think I think it's going to stay at one. Do you? Okay. John, what is the uh, what has been the general sense as you've been walking around out there? Nobody's out there. I mean, other than some members, some invited celebrities, and uh, obviously the game day crew, and uh, you know, and and, and you, yourself, the media. I mean, what's kind of the vibe that you're picking up? You know, it's different, um, but you know, at the end of the day, they're still hitting golf shots, and uh, you know, you got to perform, and you know, there's all you know. Every year, there's always some sort of noise before the tournament, and everybody was like, "Oh, what does the course look like?" And you know, of course, there's no gallery ropes, there's no no grandstands for people sitting in. Obviously, no patrons, but you know, there's there's a fair amount of people out there between the volunteers who have ended their shifts and are walking around, and club members and their spouses and the media. So you know, it's uh, you know, selfishly, it's a uh, it's been a really good chance to get up close and personal and see, you know, see the guys, you know, like, you know, I got like five feet away from Bryson the other day when he was hitting his tee shot at number eight. So that was a, an experience mm-hmm. in itself. But, you know, it's a, you know, you, there, there's not, not a lot of energy, but, you know, that's the thing that, that we knew we were going to have is no roars. Yeah. John, what's the talk this morning? I mean, watching watching the broadcast this morning on, on television, it doesn't look like the greens have hardened up that much, um, but with this weather coming in tomorrow, do you do you see that changing pretty drastically? No, I don't. No, um, you know what? What are you seeing for tomorrow on the weather? Uh, just a lot of wind coming in. Yeah, a new yeah. Uh, cold front's coming through. Yeah, Probably mid morning or mid midday. Yeah, we had a significant amount of rain earlier in the week, and then yeah. Thursday morning got uh, you know got got even wetter. And I think that's why we had such good scoring. You know, I think they had a record first round of scoring here. And, mm-hmm. you know, the the lead at the end of the day is going to be, you know, at least nine under maybe ten, depending on what Rom does on the last couple of holes. So it's, uh, you know, I think it'll uh, – I think the scoring should be good this afternoon, and then maybe it'll be hang on for dear life tomorrow if the wind picks up. What's what's kind of been the uh, the the vibe of the town? I mean, when you drive in there, I mean, obviously there's no traffic. <laughs> what's it, what's it like getting there in, in terms of the difference? I mean, nothing's going on, right? I mean, is it just kind it's, of eerie? It's been, my commute from Aiken has been wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, you know you come you you know I come down you know the main highway between Aiken and Augusta, and I, I go through downtown Augusta and get out on the the Washington Road and. You know, literally, I mean, there's just a handful of cars out there, and you hit a little bottleneck where they, where, where they, uh, or not a bottleneck, they where they park all the volunteers across Washington Road, and mm-hmm. they've got that set up. But you know, really, it's been wonderful, and I'm not, I'm not the world's most patient driver, so I get a little <laughs> frustrated when I get stuck in traffic. But uh, you know, I've just had a smooth sail and hardly any any stoppage. John, are you saying that sometimes you get some road rage going on or something like that? 
You know, don't quote me on that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Join the crowd. Oh, uh, but uh, I don't go- get a sense to, to finish answering your question. I don't. I don't get the sense that there's a lot of people here, you know, hanging out, watching, uh, you know, golf. Yeah. You know, maybe some some regulars that go to Hooters and some of the sports bars or restaurants. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, I think everybody's kind of doing their own thing, and you know, you know, the, the nightlife has got to be down significantly. Here's a question, though: If there were fans at Augusta National, would this just be an awesome thing right now? I mean, uh, you know, seeing the fall colors, the golf course, the—I mean, the weather. The funny thing is, the weather—it's—it's it's as warm or warmer than April. Than April, yeah. <laughs> at least through Thursday and Friday, and and might sneak up there today. Tomorrow might be about normal, but it's just been weird. I mean, can you imagine if we threw? Even half the normal amount of fans out right. there. This might be epic right now. Oh yeah, I mean it would it would be crazy. I mean it, you know it's it's just been a great you know week. I mean a lot of good quality shots and good interesting things happening. And yeah, you know, I can't wait to go down and check out the college game day in a few minutes and see what that's going to be like. And it's uh you know the high is going to be around seventy today. It's right now it's in the low sixties, so it, it it feels more like fall right now than it has. You know it was in the eighties a couple times earlier this week, so it was it was unseasonably warm. Yeah, I you know what I was what I was going to talk about too, John, is the golf course. It doesn't look quite as good as it does in April because the Bermuda has hung in. I, I'm I'm sure some of that is because we've had such such a mild fall. But you know when you really yesterday I was I was watching the broadcast and there was a shot. Apparently, over from behind 12T, across where the covered bridge is on the pond between 11 and 12, you know what I'm talking about? And the, yeah. And yeah. The, the color of those trees and the height of those trees, I, I just, that piece of property may be the most beautiful 100-and-something right. acres. That's just, fall, it's spring, it is spectacular. You're, that's a perfect word for it. Yeah, I mean, it's a, you know, it's just, it's, it's a beautiful little corner down there. That's mm. why they call it Amen Corner. Right. And, it's uh you know the one other thing about the golf course is you I'm sure you've noticed is that the, the the second cut the rough is up a little bit and I think that's twofold from the you know the Bermuda hanging around and the rye coming in and the not being able to get the mowers on it yeah. is uh you know the Bermuda and ryegrass and the overseed and then the not being able to get the mowers on it because it was wet you yeah. know earlier this week I kind of like it I mean that's the that was the other question is how much Bermuda are you seeing inside the rye when you're walking around out there and do you like the the second cut being a little bit more impactful yeah I mean it's a it's definitely noticeable the you know the the Bermuda still still hanging around hanging in there and uh it's it's not traditional the 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 rough you know the second cut i guess has been around for you know 20 20 ish years but you know hey i, I think the guys are, are doing just fine in it yeah and uh, you know i mean obviously as as we're as we're watching this i mean we we realize that uh, that bryson lost a ball on number three yesterday and nobody could find it and the cameras kind of got him in the area has anybody found that ball yet uh, not to my knowledge, they might have put out a search party last night. But <laughs> <laughs> that thing is yeah, underground, but, uh, John. But but the ground's very soft out there. A lot of you know walking around the course, you know there there's just a lot of places where it's squishy. Yeah. You know, and if they had normal patron traffic, they'd put out the what I call the kitty litter, mm-hmm. the stuff that they yeah. put down to sort of keep people from slipping and falling. And they haven't done a lot of that because it does put off some odor. But uh, it's. Uh, you know, it's just very soft out there in a lot of places still. So I, I think that ball just buried in the ground somewhere and plugged and, and buried itself. Right. 
<laughs> it'll be it'll be curious. That's like the breaking story for me. Is like breaking news. We, we just Bryson, found Bryson Ball has been found to the left of number three. <laughs> I mean, that would be a great a great breaking news story. It would light Twitter a fire if somebody had that thing. <laughs> I doubt it. Um, John, uh, question: What do you think about Bryson earlier in the week saying par for him for him on this golf course was sixty seven? I just uh, I find that uh, almost offensive. You know, if you, you can say you can think things, but don't say them out loud. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, you know, you know, better to keep some thoughts to yourself. And uh, yeah, I think he just sort of set him up for yeah, set himself up for some failure yep. this week by making comments like that. And you know, just because clearly he's not on his sharp on his game. And I wonder if you know the strategy of taking you know no no tournaments for almost a month. And working at home and trying to dial in this, you know, I don't. He didn't go with the long driver, no. but you know, he he clearly, you know, you know, if you hit it three thirty here, you're going to be fine. Yeah. You don't need to hit it three fifty or three seventy. I mean, so that's you know, you know, it should be a par sixty eight for for Dustin Johnson and yeah. Rory McIlroy and, and Justin, yeah, and those guys, yeah. most of them. But you know, don't say it. I tell you what, interestingly, Phil Mickelson's hitting a forty-seven and a half inch driver, and he's hitting more fairways than he's hit in three years for the first two days. <laughs> yeah, you know, I saw I, I saw those numbers. Of, it happens. Surprises. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we're talking with John Boyette of the Aiken Standard, and John, who were your favorites coming in, and have you made any changes to your favorites to win now that we're kind of almost through two rounds? Uh, you know, Rory is always going to be my pick here until he until he wins that green jacket, and I was really disappointed with him. Uh, you know, in terms of you know just you know got off to a horrible start, and apparently that's his problem. The first round of majors, he just doesn't perform well, and he really dug himself a hole. Now he rebounded nicely with that sixty six, but you know he's going to have to do something similar to that this afternoon to, to get in the conversation for tomorrow. You know, I thought Dustin Johnson, I thought uh, Patrick Cantlay. Xander Shoffley, all those guys that we talked about last week, you know, and, uh, you know, Dustin and uh, Patrick are doing well. Shoffley's dropped off the board a little bit, but so it's, uh, you know, I think we got a great leaderboard and it should be a great uh, two days of golf coming up. Well, John, as always, we appreciate you coming on with us and uh, talking a little bit about the Masters. Have a great weekend down there and we'll talk to you soon. All right. I appreciate it and look forward to talking to you in April. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye, John. All right. You got it. John Boyette of the Aiken Standard, and you know, and that and that begs the question, Maddie, is that you know when when we look at this, and we talk about, you know, Dustin Johnson yesterday was talking that hey, I'll take my little squeeze fade off the tee that goes three twenty, if I need to bomb one, I'll hit it three forty, and that's all I need, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. It's funny when we talk, and I, and I think I've said this a bunch before, and we've talked about this, is that. John Rahm, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, um, these guys are long hitters, and they can hit it further when they want to. But when you look at it, they're hitting it 320, and they're not swinging hard. No. And Mark, they tiger-proofed this golf course, what, nine years ago? Long tiger was only probably. hitting it 290 then. So 320 and 340, you know, you haven't tiger-proofed anything at this point because of the length of these guys. It just... Well, you, you just know, it made it easier for you. Did. You, 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 make did. It, you know, and I think Nick Faldo made a great point yesterday. Nick Faldo was talking about, look, here's the deal. We have 63-year-old Bernard Langer. That is, he was up to what six under par at yeah, one point yesterday. He <laughs> he's at six under par. He goes now. He's already hitting 70 yards behind these guys. 
50 to 70 yards. Right. Now give him a 20% penalty on that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you're going to say you're rolling the ball back 20%, mm-hmm. take 20% off of what where Bernhard Langer was hitting his tee shots yesterday. He's got zero. He's not playing. Yeah. He, Nick Felder goes, Bernard Langer is not playing right now if he's got a 20% penalty in this yeah. golf course. I mean, that's what you're talking about. Right, exactly. And that's, you, uh, you know, people that want to roll this back, no, you can't. You, you, the, that horse is gone. Yep. Left the barn mm-hmm. 15, 20 years ago. You're right. Um, for me, again, he shows, when Faldo talked about it, and, and we've seen it during this year in some of these events. We saw it at the Memorial. Mm-hmm. We saw the work day played easy, and the Memorial played really hard. And you're talking about they had Monday to change that golf course. Yep. That's, that's all they had. That's right. And, and overnight, literally overnight, overnight they yeah. made that golf course five, so five shots harder. At least. On average. Yeah. And, you know, so they can definitely manipulate. And see, this is – here's the problem with Tiger. <laughs> He's had to lay up on both par fives now. He hit the fairway on 15 and still had to lay yeah. up. I, I think if – see, I think the advantage was yesterday. That's why I really thought things were going to 12 yesterday. Right. The guys that are finishing this morning are at a big disadvantage. It's it's The ball's not going anywhere, and it's that much softer again today. 